Hello, and welcome to Sometimes in Shambles. My name is Melissa, and this is my podcast. Um, I am a little bit sick, so I don't really know how my voice is going to sound. But today's mini-sode is just going to be me answering some questions that I got about therapy slash triggers. So my last mini-sode that I had was on therapy and triggers, so I recommend going and listening to that first or whatever. Maybe you'll just learn some stuff from this episode. Okay, I am just going to hop right into the questions. So the first question that I got was, should I literally just Google therapists in my area? Yes, that's it's like just as simple as that. You just hop on Google when you're looking for a therapist and type in therapists in my area, therapists near me, therapists in Salt Lake City or wherever you are. That's what I searched is therapists in Salt Lake City. Um, also, if you are maybe in an area that you don't think has many options or many therapists, it might be worth it to look a little farther if you are willing to travel. Um, so I guess an example of that would be like where I'm from. It's a very small town. There's not like the closest big city around me is San Diego, which is two hours away from me or like Palm Springs, which is like an hour and a half. This isn't where I currently live, but like where I grew up. So if I were still living there, I would kind of be worried that there's probably not a lot of good options in my area. So I would search therapists in Palm Springs or therapists in San Diego and see if there are like higher rating, higher rated therapists in those areas and travel there. And another um, thing to keep in mind when looking for that, like maybe you don't want to travel that far, but I still think it's worth it. Like if you find one online that you really like or you think that you're going to like, it might be worth it like traveling two hours or an hour and a half or 45 minutes and just have that first session and see if you really like them. And then if you do like them, ask them about um, phone call sessions or Skype sessions. There are therapists that do that. I know that one of my sisters, when she was in Utah at school um, up in Provo, she found a really good therapist. And then when she graduated, she moved to Southern Utah for a while and she still had sessions every week on the phone with her therapist for like months or years. I don't know how long, but but that is an option as well. So there's just like, a there's a bunch of different ways to go about that. But when you're getting started, yeah, just Google therapists. So the next question is, do I need to go through my primary doctor first? No, you do not. You, this is completely separate. You just Google it and get started on your own. You don't need to go through a psychiatrist or um, primary doctor or anything like that. And then how long is therapy? Therapy sessions usually are about an hour, like 45 minutes to an hour. It just like depends on the therapist. My sessions are about 50 minutes. And then also 
I do sessions once a week. When I first started, my anxiety was super, super bad. And there were some weeks that I had sessions twice a week. It was just up to me. And my therapist kind of asked me. And if she didn't ask me, then I was like, "Um, can we meet another time this week? Because let's say I met on Monday and had a session and then I knew something big that would potentially affect me it would happen like on Wednesday so then I would be like can we meet on Thursday and she'd be totally fine with that if she had an opening and then therapy long term is completely up to you therapy is not just a I'll compare it to like physical therapy because I'm in physical therapy right now and with physical therapy we take it week by week and um, eventually I'll, I'll just stop going because I'll be better. But with therapy, um, you kind of just go for as long as you want. You can take a break. You can change therapists. You can just do whatever you want. It's not like a, you're cured. You don't need therapy anymore. Um, like I will most likely be in therapy my whole life. And like, maybe that doesn't mean every single week until I die, but I just think that I will continually be in therapy working on things. So yeah, long term, it's just like however you you want. Short term, it's also up to you and like how bad bad or good your situation is at the moment. If you really, really, really are struggling, like right at the beginning, then I would suggest maybe going twice a week at first or um, just more often and then you could even go every other week. You could go once a month. Like, really just talk to your therapist about that. Um, the next question, what if I don't like my therapist or they tell me something I don't want to hear? I kind of covered this in the first one. I think um, it's kind of a loaded question. Like, my therapist tells me things that I don't want to hear just because I'm not ready to accept those yet. And that's just part of the process. So, like, She might tell me something and I'm like, oh, like, yeah, that's true, but I don't really like to hear that. It can be like really uncomfortable and covering things from the past or dealing with like real issues, but that's completely different than them offending you or saying something that you ethically or morally don't agree with, or they make a joke that makes you feel uncomfortable in like a different kind of way. So it's like really just on you to kind of figure out what's making you uncomfortable and why for one of my bad therapists it was like two or three sessions of things that I didn't like before I decided to stop going to that person so it was kind of like over time I was like eh, like it's not really working for me it wasn't just like one thing that they really said that offended me but if they do all of a sudden say something that you don't like that makes you not like that therapist anymore it's okay to change Um, it's like a relationship again um, just reiterating from my the last mini-sode, um, like some people just fall out of being friends. Like over time, you might just need a new therapist and that one's not working for you anymore. So it's just a balance. Like I don't think a therapist is going to like purposefully offend you. Your personalities just might clash and that's okay. Okay, and then the last question that I got was, how long after starting therapy did you learn how to identify all your triggers? That's like also a loaded question because I already kind of knew my triggers before the, before starting therapy um, just because I was able to kind of just realize that I 
like doing certain things gave me anxiety and heightened it and I didn't feel good doing certain things with therapy in therapy I will just be like talking through something with my therapist and I'll be like I'm pretty sure this is a trigger and like like this is a situation and she's like yeah that's definitely a trigger um it wasn't it didn't happen like we were talking about a situation and then my therapist was like well that's a trigger for you I kind of already knew them myself and like told her about those if that makes sense so I can't really answer that question um but I will tell you like going back to one of the other questions like it's not a it's not like oh after a month you should be able to identify all of your triggers like um it's just not it doesn't work that way I like I think you will always 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 be discovering new triggers and finding new things that you don't like that make you upset um like the selfish thing that I talked about I didn't know that being called selfish was like it wasn't a trigger for me until the fight with my mom and then that event made people calling me selfish a trigger for me so it's not like we're born with these triggers and we need to like go on a journey and find out what they are it's just kind of like recognizing things that happened in the past that made you upset and now whenever something similar to that situation happens it triggers that emotion that you had the first time and that's why it's a trigger for you is because it's recalling like how you felt the first time that situation or that um thing that's triggering you happened if that makes sense and then just a disclaimer again after all of that that I just said I am not a therapist I'm not um classically trained in mental health or anything like that so I don't know if what I'm saying is facts that's just like that's how it is for me that's how I view it and um how I think about triggers so those are the only questions that I got which are all very very good questions I think that there's a lot of people that don't have experience with therapists or triggers or like they just got diagnosed with mental health or they are just it's just just recently affecting them and it's all a new thing so any question is a valid question um I will cover like another kind of question that I got is um with like relationships and how to deal with like if you have a lot of anxiety and the person that you're dating has no experience with that like how to deal with it like again I'm not great at relationships and I don't know the answer to this but my best advice is just communication like you I just suggest asking questions on both of your ends and just telling just helping them be aware of your triggers or what makes you anxious or like why the putting the reasoning behind it and if you don't know the reason then that's fine also but just having a conversation of like today I am not doing great mentally I have been very stressed out and so I might be anxious later and this is what happened at work that kind of sparked it and then they might not know how to respond to you so a good thing for you to do 
if you know, is to be like, is to communicate that and say, what would help me on a day that I'm really stressed is you just being able to listen to me. Like you don't have to say anything, just listen to me. Or I'm just throwing examples out. Like I don't really know what I would say, but, um, or just saying like, I need you to just validate my feelings and let me know that it's okay that I'm feeling these things and I'm not crazy. Whatever it is that helps you, just let the other person know. And then the opposite of that also, let them know what doesn't help. If they are doing something that's making you more anxious or stressed out or makes you upset whenever you come to them with your feelings, just tell them that and be like, okay, when I come to you and tell you that I'm anxious, please don't tell me this thing because it makes me more anxious or whatever it is just communicate to them and then also ask them if they have any questions like maybe they want to know more about like what it feels like for you to have anxiety or like what that means to you or I don't know whatever it is but just communication is is huge um, because there are definitely people that don't know how to deal with it and it could go in a direction you don't want it to go very quickly just from not communicating so that's my advice on that if you were wondering that again I don't have that much experience with it because I usually bottle up all my feelings and don't really talk about it um, which I don't suggest doing so that was very short episode but I like it that way because it's Sunday night and I'm sick um But yeah, I think all of those were very, very good questions. If you have more questions, if something that I talked about on this episode sparked something for you, or you have questions about anything mental health related that you didn't get to ask me the first time, I'll do more of these question, answering questions episodes in the future if I get enough questions. And then also... Next week, I will be recording another episode with Shannon, and we want to make sure that we um, are able to answer questions that you guys might have about those episodes. We do have a couple of questions that we're already going to be asking, so if you have any um, about the last three episodes that we have released about leaving the Mormon church and the aftermath of that, then please reach out to us and let us know we're going to do our best to answer those questions and I'm really excited for the episode next week but also very scared because it's vulnerable but you guys will just have to wait to see it to listen I guess so yeah thank you for listening to this episode I hope that I was able to clarify some things for some of you and if you want to reach out to me my email is sometimes in shambles podcast at gmail.com you can also submit a contact form, form, the contact form that's on my website. And my website is sometimes in shambles podcast.com. My Instagram is at sometimes in shambles. And my Twitter is shambles pod, but I don't really ever tweet. So yeah, go and follow me on Instagram. And I'm still doing my April giveaway. So just mention me in your Instagram story or comment on one of my Instagram posts and you'll be entered to win a t-shirt and some stickers. And yeah, that's it. Please, please, please reach out to me if you want to. You're not bothering me and I really love helping people. So 
thank you and have a good day you guys bye i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of sometimes in shambles the intro music was done by my friend lucas kathy and the artwork was done by me myself melissa if you liked this episode please rate review and subscribe and we'll see you next time